0: The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of Empowered. Thank you for being here. I'm excited to be introducing a wonderful guest, Sonia. So Sonia is a friend of mine. She is also the creator of I Am Healing, a space where a group of healing practitioners have come together to help you along your healing journey. Sonia has been teaching meditation for the past 10 years, so I thought it would be good to have her on the podcast and to chat about how she got started and some tips on how you can start your meditation routine. Here's my conversation with Sonia. Welcome, Sonia, to the Empowered Podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Rivi. Well, I wanted to start, before we dive into the episode, to chat and to fill in the listeners on how we met and our first interaction, because I feel like it was very serendipitous. Oh, 100%. I was going through a rough trot and had just kind of come to a, a, a not a wall, but a stage of my healing journey that I felt like I needed to do a different avenue. And I've spoken a lot on this podcast about the different pieces of the puzzle and how healing is a holistic approach. We can't just do one thing and put all of our weight into that and think it's going to heal our, you know, trauma or our illnesses. And I really felt like I had exhausted the avenues that I had been traveling down. And I realized that through some reading that I hadn't really delved into the spiritual side of my healing. I was doing lots of, I'm um, obviously the first thing that I went yeah. to was physical exercise, yeah. um, see a therapist. I was seeing a naturopath, all of this kind of um, ticking a lot of boxes for the holistic approach, yeah. but I hadn't really understood the spiritual yeah. avenue. I didn't yeah. know how to connect that side. Yeah. Had a hair appointment booked in at last with Samara and in walked in and you were there reading my affirmation cards and I I was like oh cool she's reading my affirmation cards that's so cool and then Samara goes oh that's that healer I see she's amazing that's Sonia I'll introduce you and I was like that is so weird because it was like my energy was craving that yeah and
1: then you just showed up it was totally meant to be because I walked in and the first thing I did was went straight to your cards and I was like oh, whose are these? I've never yeah. seen these before. I want yeah. to sell them in our shop, you know? Yeah. And I started opening them up and I said to Sam, who, who is this? Like, yeah. who is this? She goes, it's Revy Jane. And I'm like, <laughs> who's Revy Jane? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause I didn't know, you know, yeah. I'm not that crash hot on social media and everything like that. Yeah. And um, she's like, you don't know who Revy Jane is? And I'm like, no. So I <laughs> quickly got on, everyone I quickly got on socials <laughs> and I was like, Oh my oh. god, this is an amazing human, and that that I just started thinking of that, and then she said, "Oh, she's coming in soon." And I'm oh. like, "Oh, that's crazy!" And then I didn't think anything else of it until you came over, or did I come over to you? I can't remember. I think Samara was like, Guys, "Yeah, come meet over." Each other. And yeah. I was like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And then I was like, "I need to see you." Yes. <laughs> and then that's when it
1: was like, this was yeah, it was all yeah. set up before we got there, basically. Yeah. yeah. So.
0: You are a meditation teacher and a healer. Can you tell the listeners kind of what you do? Because, you know, you're not really a labels person, I understand. So can you explain
1: like yep. your elevator pitch to someone who doesn't yes. understand what you do? Sure. I've never been a label person because I think it limits us mm-hmm. to a certain, I don't know, thing. Yeah. And um, so I would say I am a meditation teacher. I'm very passionate about meditation and I am a healer also, so I do healings a lot with children Mm -hmm. and adults, um, but I love to work with children. Um, But in the children's healings, we have the adults in there, so it's basically a family healing. Mm -hmm. But as you know, um, yeah, so I'd say meditation teacher and healer. Sure. And what does that look like
0: in terms of, I feel... It's pretty left field. It's not, yeah. you know, it's not the mainstream yeah. type of therapy people yeah. seek out, or yeah. um, I guess healing that people seek out. Yeah. And I think I was so lucky to come across you because I didn't really know know that this yeah. type of help was out there. Exist. And you know, when you go see a therapist, it's very, you know, it's it's not clinical, but it's like you're sitting on a couch and everything's put together and for anyone who's gone through um healing trauma it's not yeah. like that like you do get so much out of that but then yeah. there needs to be a place for you to fall apart yes and be supported yeah and to be able to let all the ugliness out and release it and be held and 100%. that's what you know you yeah. do and i feel like i didn't realize that there was something out there like that yeah is it like a uh, a kind of Reiki healing? Is that what you would classify it as? or?
1: Yeah, so I get a lot of people ask that. So Reiki is an energy healing. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, there's no touching of the hands. Um, I would say I do a little bit of that. So Mm -hmm. I incorporate energy healing in my healings. But It's all intuitive and that's the only word I can bring it down to. So since I was very young, Mm -hmm. I had this ability, which I thought absolutely everybody does and I actually believe that everybody does have this ability. It's just covered with Mm -hmm. a lot of layers and armour and and conditioning. Mm -hmm. But I would, from a young age, just walk around people and I would feel their pain or I would see them as x-rays. And um, so if someone got hurt, I would feel it where they were hurting and I just thought everyone did that yeah and then I had a conversation with my sister when we were young one time because somebody had hurt and I was like oh my god can you feel that and it was really intense wow and she was like you're a weirdo yeah. she didn't mean it at the time we're only young yeah and then that started me to shut everything down because sure. I realized oh shit this isn't a thing this like, isn't normal this isn't normal so I'm gonna hide it yeah so then that you know long story short as um time went on, I realized that I was suffering because I was not being Sonia. Yeah, I was your authentic being self. yeah, I was being who I was conditioned, and you know, um so over time i it was just by coincidence I didn't set out to do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I basically suffered from depression myself, anxiety, and through that suffering, I found an amazing healer out at Narang, Paul Sheriff. Okay. And that was the start of my healing. Um, And that took the layers off. Sure. Which then helped me to um, just be Sonia, which then turned into... Healing people, yeah, <laughs> and and that that was literally by people just coming to me all the time. It, it, I'd be in the supermarket and people would come to me that I didn't even know, right. and they would be just start talking to me and be like, "What's going on?" Wow. And then eventually that led into um, I would lay people down and things would just come to me straight away. I would know where their pain was and I'd put my hand on, and I could feel the heat around it. So I would create some space around there and then. Um, It just led from there and went on from there. But the meditation, I think that was the original question, sorry, um, was Paul Sheriff had kept telling me I needed to do yoga and meditation. And I had never done yoga before. So I tried a first class of yoga and at the end was the meditation. Sure. And then I thought, oh, my God, what is this? For the first time, I felt myself again. Mm -hmm. And that was it. I had to explore meditation, which I did. I went on every workshop, every retreat that I could find. Mm -hmm. And I developed um, and learnt everything there was to know about meditation and then started doing classes. Again, I didn't mean to do classes. People just come to me and say, you've changed so much. What's happened? And I'd say, you know, I've been doing meditation. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I started doing classes in my garage. Sure. And it started from there.
0: So when you were suffering from depression and I'm so sorry you've had to experience that and thank you for sharing, you know, that you've you've gone through that and how yeah. difficult it was for you. Did you try any other kind of healing aspect uh, or uh, what was your first approach? How did you know to see a healer? You know, like that's yeah, quite yeah. It's
1: not the norm to go, no. oh, I'm going to go straight there. Like yeah. it's it was kind of my last resort. Yeah, 100%. I was the same. I was only, I think I was like 19. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to the doctors at Australia Fair and she said, you're depressed. And I thought, what the hell? What is that word? I don't even know what that is. And then right. I learned more about it. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I went through the doctor's avenue and went to psychiatrists, mm-hmm. psychologists, nothing worked. Yeah. I spent a long time doing counseling sessions but nothing was working Mm -hmm. and then through the meditation and yoga that's when everything started to open up and Mm -hmm. I started to just be guided to all these different healers yeah um and that's how I started going down that path I think Mm -hmm. um the first thing I tried was a holistic counselor sure so she was mind body spirit Yeah. That was the doorway. Yeah. So I started there because they don't just work on the mind. They work on absolutely everything, the Mm. feelings in the body. Mm -hmm. And um, then I went on to, it was almost like my whole world opened up and everywhere I went, there was opportunities and these Mm -hmm. things popping up. So then I started craniosacral healing. Um, What's that look like? That is, everybody needs to get onto that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We have one at our centre. Um, and I, I don't even know how to explain it to this day, craniosacral he- healing basically is helping you to come back to homeostasis, so your natural state of being. Okay. Um, and all they do is you lay there and they place their hands on different places of your body. Mm. And basically, and, and it's really strange, they're not really allowed to talk about what they do. Okay. And it's blowing my mind because I'm like, how can you not talk yeah. about this? But it's it's very hush hush right but what they do is just place their hands on different places of your body and they add space so basically what i do Mm -hmm. similar um and but not similar um and by adding that space in your body all i can do is explain how it feels Mm -hmm. so when you i can go in very wired very stressed and i come out just right i'm back I'm free. I'm spacious. Yeah. So So clearing
0: that. Clearing. Negative energy or stressful energy.
1: Yeah. Um, Again, they don't like to label it either. It's it's very different. They just say, we're just helping you come back to your, you know, innate wisdom space. Yeah. So I have trouble explaining that to people when we're trying to book people in. But as soon as they have the session, they're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. 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 And
0: so then you, when did you start I Am Healing Gifts? Because you own a hub of healers, I suppose, and you have a beautiful gift store. When
1: did that begin for you? So that started roughly about nine years ago. Yeah. Um, That was when I was on the the journey of yoga and meditation. Mm -hmm. And I had a beautiful group of girlfriends doing the Kokoda Challenge. Yeah. And they said, um, hey, can we come over and do some yoga? And I'm not not a yoga teacher. And they're like, no, no, you you do yoga every day. And at that stage I was. And um, I said, okay, sure. So they come around. I cleared out the garage. We did a little um, yoga because they wanted to do a stretch before Kokoda. And um, at the end of the yoga um, session, which was just a quick one, I did a little meditation. And as soon as we finished, everyone sat up and they were crying and they were like, What just happened? Right. What did you just do? And I was like, I don't know, I just did meditation. And they said, could we come every week and do just meditation? That's how it started. I'm like, okay. So that five turned into 10, 20, and the garage was not big enough. Mm -hmm. Um, During that time, I was making crystal bracelets because I'd love the crystal bracelets. Crystals had helped me heal so much, Mm -hmm. and I always wanted to give them to people. So I started making bracelets and giving them to people, and then people say that. can I buy like 10 of you? And I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. So I just started making bracelets. So the garage cool. turned into a studio. Wow. Then, um, my husband and my boys, cause they're very quiet introverts, quite private. And, uh, they got sick of people coming in and out of the house. And so my hubby went and found this space and he's like, let's move into a space and i didn't want it i didn't want to yeah it makes it all it, so much more real doesn't and scary it? Yeah. yeah and i was like i i live very simple mm-hmm. and um so we did it and um all i can say is louise hayes was i've got to probably that was the pivotal moment for me mm-hmm. um was finding her you can heal your life mm-hmm. when i was at that depressed stage yeah um people had tried to give it to me a number of times, but I didn't, I was like, ah, oh, no, no, I don't read that. I was only young, you know? And then when I started to read that book, everything changed. So I understood the law of attraction mm-hmm. and how your thoughts and words create your world. And so that's what I started doing with the whole business and everything. So I had dreamed the business into existence five years prior. I used to think about it all the time. So I'd go to bed every night and think about what it looked like. Yeah. And the main reason behind it was I'd suffered so much and I'd realised that simple tools like meditation and yoga was healing me. Yeah. And and I thought if I could save other people, help other people, you know, this is what I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we opened up I'm Healing Gifts and, again, using the law of attraction, which is how I live, is is just your thoughts create your reality. Mm-hmm. Um, so really working on plucking, you know, like a garden, plucking those thoughts out every single day. So I worked on that. And since we opened, we have, it's just been amazing. It's, it's never been incredible space. Yeah. It's just sort of run itself organically, almost like how the, how the business started in the garage. I, I didn't, sort of set out to do it, it was like the universe did have my back and yeah. could see that I was um, out to help and be of service. And yeah. and Louise Hayes always said, if you're being of service, the universe will provide for you. And that's what I feel like happens every day. Yeah, so nine years. Well, we've been open, I think, six years nearly at uh, Coomera. Yep. But prior to that, it was three years at home in the garage. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. such a
0: beautiful space. I remember the first time I walked in, it just had such a calming energy to it. And then I just felt so cleansed leaving. And then yeah. as soon as I left, I couldn't wait to go back. Yeah. That was a pretty it, weird. It still blows my mind because
1: mm. um, that's like the intention of opening the space was I really wanted people. I had nowhere. I had nowhere mm. to go. I felt weird. I felt separated. I... Um, even talking about it now, I get emotional because I, I, I remember those feelings of separation yeah. and, and that's why I didn't want to be here. And I just thought, I just want a space that people can walk into mm-hmm. and actually maybe for the first time feel themselves yeah. and remember who they are mm-hmm. and they're not all these thoughts that we're thinking every day and, and the things they were told when they were younger or the trauma that happened, you yeah. know, to yeah. walk in and just for an instant feel like... I remember who I am. Yeah. And I am not my suffering, my parents, my past, my religion, mm-hmm. you know, and then walk out just with a few seeds planted. That's the goal of I am. Yeah. So um, coming in, just planting a few seeds, people thinking, Jesus, we're not here just to get married and buy a house and have kids. And, yeah, you know, we'll it's a much deeper dimension of yeah everything. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That was basically
0: how I am healing started. Yes. That's so cool. Yes. So the majority of the time I've ever suggested meditation, I mean, I know where people are coming from to begin with because I was absolutely the same. Just go, go, go. Fill every crevice of free time up always burning out. Yes. (laughs) As a result. And just never allowing the thoughts to come because of fear. You don't want to sit with discomfort. You don't want to know what's going on down there. Taking a peek in can be scary. Yes. So uh, I understand the aversion to meditation. Yes. For me, it was like just book after book after book saying you need to find stillness. You need to meditate. And I was just like, oh, go away. But it just would not leave me alone. Just Everywhere I turned, it was just the universe was telling you. <laughs> yeah, and so then I finally got to it. But I think the number one, because yeah. I you know openly talk about meditation and say yeah. this is you know so helpful. Yes. The number one thing people say to me in return is, "But I I'm just, just not good at it. it." Yeah,
1: that's the first thing everyone says.
0: What do you say to the people that you know have that kind of,
1: yeah, yeah, just it's it's yeah. Um, they don't even
0: get started because they think oh I can't I can't even do it.
1: Yeah. Firstly, I say to them, just breathe and take away the expectation of what you think meditation is, mm. because meditation isn't stilling the mind or it isn't stopping the thoughts. Right. It's just sitting in space and connecting to that space and becoming the awareness, the sort of conscious awareness. So we're in meditation, we're sitting there and, and the, what I like to tell people and share with people, it's like, you know, those old bridges, Yeah. like, yeah. That's like meditation and you're sitting on the top of that bridge and you're just looking down and Mm. watching and observing. Mm. You're watching the thoughts and it's like there's running water underneath and all the thoughts are going in, right? And you're just watching the thoughts and becoming aware that, holy shit, Mm. I'm not these thoughts. I am the observer and I am the one witnessing these thoughts. That's the first step of meditation, I think. And if people can realise that because everyone goes, oh, I sit down and... You know, and I'm in in this mudra, and but I can't stop the mind, and I'm like, because you're not meant to stop the mind. Yeah, that's
0: like impossible, almost. Yeah, almost yeah, you're a monk. yeah, Watch that's right. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and so just ha- let go of the expectation mm-hmm. of of anything that you have walking into the meditation. And there's a lot of rituals I like to say to people for meditation. If you'd like to start up uh, a good practice find a time of day that suits you every single day because we all know do something for 6 weeks and you know it becomes a habit right mm-hmm. so um, find a, a time that suits you it could be in, it could be as you wake in the morning mm. it could be before you go to bed but make it a time that it's you know that you're going to have that free and you're going to have 20 minutes so set your time mm-hmm. second one is find a space in your home or workspace that you can do it and make beautiful Um, so I started at the front of my house and it was just a little room and I started putting my favorite colors there, candles, incense, music. And so all of these things set up the scenery for your body and your mind to know, you know, you walk into somewhere, you remember, okay, now I'm going to exercise and you know, the, the breakdown of it. So meditation's the same. Find the time the space, create a space really beautiful that suits you. And people say to me, I don't have space in my home. I say, we've got a bedroom and you've got a corner. Start Mm -hmm. there. Just put a cushion there and have some music or find a meditation that really resonates with you Mm -hmm. and put that on and sit with the music going, put some incense or oils on. So what happens is your body starts the centuries.
0: Recognise. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And every day it will come in, you, you know, your body starts to know. So that's exactly what I did. At, so, and for a good example, I had a very busy mind, very anxious. Mm. Um, even my feet and hands would go all the time, you know? Yeah. So, um, I started mine at two o'clock cause I knew I'd pick the kids up at three o'clock. So oh. I'd have a good 45 minutes. So, um, I started in the lounge. I found, um, a meditation, which was Louise Hayes Inner child meditation. I put that on, I would lay down and you know what? I slept for about the first two weeks and that was okay because I needed it. Yeah, that's really common that
0: people say, I just go straight to sleep. Yeah, it's like, well, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, it may
1: be a little bit of resistance, but still your body knows, okay, two o'clock I come here and I'm at peace. Yeah. And then that slowly turned into just sitting there, becoming the observer, witnessing, watching, and then hopping up. And if you can't do 20 minutes, just try five Yeah. And have a time. I went and bought a timer. I did all the things, set up the timer, had the music, had my favourite cushions. Mm -hmm. um, And I turned the home phone off, my mobile, and I made sure I was free. And every time, you know, I wanted to get up, I just breathed through it. And I asked myself, why do I want to get up? Mm -hmm. And I would start listening to all those, um, all that resistance and everything like that. Yeah. So, yes, it will be hard but let go of the expectation and and give that a go. So have those few things, set your time, Mm Um, make a beautiful space and find a meditation. I've got one on the website actually, but there's so many around. You can actually just Google and find a free meditation. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. Just and there's keep... so
0: many beautiful apps as well. Because There's so got many. Insight Timer yes. now is
1: amazing. And there's so many. Yeah, Calm, I think, have Calm. a few Calm, that was on. the first one I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. I used Louise Hayes back then, you know, we're talking maybe 15 years ago, there it wasn't so much around, but yeah. Louise Hayes was amazing and you can still do hers for free too. Yeah. Um, and Inner Child's a good one to start with because that's where all our suffering is. Yeah. and yeah, that's where it lives.
0: Yeah, it's so interesting. And I think, you know, there's all different types of meditation too. Yep. So, 100%. you know, I've done the course in Vedic meditation, yep. which is 20 minutes of unguided meditation. And yep. that's really, really, I think... I got to that stage where I didn't want any guidance anymore. I wanted to listen to the inner wisdom. But I think, you know, with all these apps at our fingertips, it's like, okay, if you can't do even five minutes, just start at two minutes. the same what I say with journaling. It's like,
1: start for two minutes or just do one sentence Yes, and then build just go and sit outside take your shoes off and put your feet on the ground and just start observing the plants yeah, the trees beautiful. nature mm. that is meditation in itself yeah. you know there's so Even many different forms yes. yeah. sitting sitting at society's made us busy You know, so we've got to come out of that bubble. But I used to pick my kids up and watch all the mothers. This is no judgment whatsoever, but it's an observation. Watch all the mothers walking out with their phones in their hands. They're either on the phone or they're scrolling. And I used to sit in the car and just close my eyes for five minutes and breathe and say, I I, I don't like any guided and just breathe and ask, what is it I need to know today and Mm -hmm. start listening and everything would come up and then I'd hear the bell, then I'd hop out and and go and get the boys. But, yeah, um, I only
0: just spoke about that in the um a couple of episodes back. I talked about slowing down because I was just yeah. back on that yeah you know yep. the the mouse wheel yeah and using those those pockets of time yes. that we fill up which is as so... an opportunity to listen to what you need yeah. and um it's it's such a it's such a powerful practice and it makes your intention so much clearer. And the fog go away,
1: right? 100%. We've just got like all this like chaos and You're creating and noise. more space. Yeah, and when you create more space, you create more time. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, your day doesn't seem as much of a blur because you are more intentional. You're more present. Yes, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. And I took your advice on listening to the frequencies. Yes, um, that's that's in the number between one. drives as well. Like if yes. you if you are driving and you don't have, you know, yep. you ne- just maybe just rocking up when you can because you've yep. got work and you've got kids and whatever. Yeah. Just um, sometimes I'll just listen to podcasts. I love them. Yeah, yes. they're, they're so, and I'm not knocking it, I love yeah. them. Obviously yeah. listening to, you know, whether it's pop culture podcasts or yes. heal, like um, educational podcasts, Yeah, amazing, but sometimes I yeah. just need quiet. Switch off, yeah. And using those five to ten minute drives just to sit with myself and listen to a beautiful frequency. It's like
1: resetting, resetting recalibrating
0: 100%. your thoughts so that yeah. you can
1: – Like to me, meditation is um, connecting to the space and that space is a space between our thoughts and that's who we really are. Mm. So the more we meditate, the more we connect to that space and the more we start living from that space. Mm. And um, so even though I own a business and I do lots of other things, my hubby works heaps, I have a very simple life and and I try and help and assist people to do the same Mm. is to stop filling All your time's up, you know. I don't have a calendar and it drives people insane. Um, And I I don't um, like to book ahead. Mm -hmm. I like to leave space for organic magic to happen, you know. Like I don't – even when um, I said I was coming here, you know, my friends are like, Oh, well, what what time is it? What are you talking about? I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, "How can you not know?" Like, and I said, "Well, if I know, I'm not going to be organic. I'm not yeah. going to be authentic. You know, I don't yeah. want to know anything. I just rock up and." But I think we've all been programmed to know, mm. to to be ready. Yeah, you know, and it takes away that the universal um, magic yeah. and that that's always there, and and it's and it's waiting for us to slip into that space. So I think meditation is 100%. It would be the start off of your healing. If I could say to anyone, find some meditation that you like. Mm. Keep searching, keep Googling, find a voice that you like, start with that and then move from there. And every single day when you wake, ask, what is it I need to know? And listen, Mm. because that innate wisdom inside is screaming out to tell you every single day what you need to do. Mm. Um, I think we've all put our trust and our, you know, other people are healers, but we're our own healer, you know? Yeah. Um, And I think bringing it back to that, you know, this life vehicle is amazing. This wisdom within knows everything about you, wants to help you out at any time and meditation, connecting the space is is a good place to start. Mm -hmm. And then you'll start to, like I did, you'll start to people be like, oh, have you heard of craniosacral healing? Or have you heard of, um, um, I'm just trying to think of all, I've done so many healings, I can't think of the names right now. But, um, you know, there's lots of different things that will come into your awareness and you'll be like, oh, wow, Okay. Or I'm books. lucky I was listening. You know, yeah.
0: that's it. Like yeah. you, sometimes you just don't make the space to listen.
1: hundred percent. Mm. Yeah. And I think we've both got a lot out of meeting each other, you know, it's yeah. been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: my last question, I guess, is more about there are people and like close friends mm-hmm. of mine who just, they just, uh, meditation is not for them. Yeah. Or it's not the right timing, is like what I like to say. They're not ready. Okay, you're not ready yet. (laughs) That's okay. And just, you know, I think there are all different types of ways that we connect with ourselves. For many years, for me, it was exercise. Yes. That was uh, a stillness in the, or the method
1: in the movement. The movement. I was going to say, movement's everything. Yeah. Yeah,
0: we connect to our bodies and our minds through our movement. And I do still find almost like a, a similar like with, with meditation things come up for me yes. that like realizations I yes. call them. It's like, oh my gosh, like I've just figured that out. And it's like, wow, that that was a really big kind of question I had and yeah. I just connected to it, got yeah. that answer. But I still get those answers through training. Yes. And I think I'll always do that because that That's was my thing. first portal yep. to understanding myself. What are other things that people can do to
1: connect with themselves? Like do you have any yeah, other suggestions? 100% movement. Mm-hmm. So exercising and, you know, not labelling it. People like, oh, you have to do yoga or you have to do tai chi, you have to mm-hmm. do the gym. Find a movement that works for you, you know. Um, mine's yoga. I love qigong Um so Qigong is amazing too. A lot of people don't know what that is. That's just moving energy through your body. So right. if you're feeling, it's, it's almost like going for a run, like, you know, before you go for a run, you could be full. And then by the end of the run, you feel really good. Yeah. So Qigong similarly, just moving energy through and out of your body. Right. Um, tai Chi, swimming, mm-hmm. movement, 100%. Um, but also nutrition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because whatever you're eating is, is contributing to how you're feeling also. Absolutely. Yeah. So that, that helps too, but definitely finding, um, an avenue that suits you, you know, whether it be counselling, running, um, yoga, meditation, but there's so much of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, my mind's very different too. Like People say, oh, it's all woo-woo. I don't even understand that. Like to me, it's just the natural healing is natural healing. It's been here for centuries. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's so many different um, avenues for that. So I think even coming into a place like our place, there's plenty of healing hubs around. But going in and asking for help and having a talk and finding what you need now. So it might be that you need some counselling, some holistic counselling. It might be that you're not ready to talk yet. You need to move it out of your body. Um, that's another great way too. So yeah, I think all of those things, Hey, but movements, movement would be a big one. So finding if you're not moving, that's definitely not going to help where you are because the energy in your body is staying really stagnant. Yeah. Yeah. So finding, Um, I even say to one of my good friends, I'm like, just go for a walk every single day. Don't, if you don't want to push yourself, just walk. Mm -hmm. Because prior to all of this, before I started yoga, I didn't do much at all. I like, I was just a mum at home and um, didn't move at all. And as soon as I started moving, I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. Yeah. Yeah. So finding that avenue of what works for you um, and... Don't beat yourself up. Just try everything, you yeah, know? Yeah. yeah.
0: Give everything a go. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I've kind of been doing. It's just like yeah. and that's what I loved about, you know, kind of creating this podcast. It's like I yeah. get to interview all different types of people with yeah. all different types of professions, different backgrounds. Yeah. And different takes because we are all different and what might work for one person just doesn't work for the next.
1: 100%. And it's totally okay. And I think being okay with that Mm. and social media doesn't help a lot of people are you know comparing themselves and oh god you know like revy's running every day or Mm. sonia's doing yoga or whatever there's no right way there's only your way and if if we take that comparison out and that competing you know because that was built in at a young young age if we can take that out and honor where we're at and Mm. what we love to do you know and keep it simple I have other friends that try and fit everything in, you know? Yeah. They want to do everything, and then they tire themselves out. And I'm like, that's just the thing. It's like yeah. you can make self care so overwhelming, Yes. and social 100%. media can do that too. Yes. And
0: someone reached out to me the other day, just saying, like, I just don't know how to fit my morning ritual in, because she yes. was saying, you know, you do journaling, affirmations, yes. and meditation, then you go exercise. Yes. H- what order should I do that in? Yes. And I was like, that that's even where that I'm question at now. is like, yeah. But that was. Like step yeah. by step yeah. introduced yeah. once I got the hang of yes. the, the first thing that worked for me. And then yeah. I add a little bit of the second thing. And some mornings, you know, one of the kids wakes up early and I don't do yeah, that you thing. Don't, it's just, yeah. you know, it's what what you can fit in and what you feel intuitively yeah. you need, your body needs, your mind needs and
1: your spirit needs at that time. 100%. It's not like a, it's not a timetable. Yeah. It doesn't work like that, you no. know. And sometimes I, I don't journal and I mm. never have. And people say, like, why do you not journal? And I'm like, I don't know why I've never... It doesn't work for you. Yeah. And that's why I say to people, like, yeah, so there's going to be something for everybody. So Mm -hmm. journaling might be for you, might not be for you. Um, And don't get too tied up in what other people are doing, you know. Um, Use it. But, yeah, I think people are trying to keep up with everything. But Mm. there's nothing to keep up with, really, is there? Yeah, yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, I think that's all we have time for, but I wanted awesome. to say thank you so much for joining us today in the studio and sharing yeah, your story and how it all came about and tips on how to meditate and how to get started. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. So I'm going to leave you with our affirmation of the week, and I'd love you to take a deep inhalation in and repeat after me. I am an open channel to receive guidance from the universe. That was beautiful. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And if you did, please leave a review and subscribe if you're on Apple Podcasts and hit follow if you're on Spotify. Uh, And you'll hear from me again next week. Bye.